0: Forever!
1: Dog. Warning the following podcast takes you into the sacred home of a very large mouse. We're going to rifle through all his stuff sporting equipment, keepsakes, and his freshly grown sentient vegetables. Is this place Mickey's graceland, or is it not as good as that? It's Mickey's house today on Podcast The Ride.
2: Welcome to Podcast The Ride, the podcast about theme parks hosted by three very good boys who promise that if they're about to swear in this episode, they will instead stop and say, oh gosh, I'm Scott Gardner, joined <laughs> by Mike Carlson. Do you agree? Oh, I do agree to that. I, that seems hard. It seems like I'm going to forget, but maybe mm-hmm. I just won't swear.
1: Maybe I'll just be like in my most polite mode and mm-hmm. I just won't swear at all. I may, do,
2: I may say that in other ways, in other contexts we'll see it's tough because really uh gosh mainly replaces like the an exclamation of the f word or another word it might not like replace effing uh but it can let's just try to remember to say Goshing, Goshing. and <laughs>
3: Goshing. so so gushing angry
2: uh it's what mickey would do uh jason sheridan joins us as well
0: uh this you know what, this might not be a bad idea that we finally address my mother's letters. So like, <laughs> why do you gotta curse so much? So uh you know, because this could this could be a good episode to point out to. Like, oh, this one's clean.
2: This finally right. won, yes. Other than this, we did discuss her those specific concerns. Um we talked about swearing, but we didn't swear. I just had the m- a moment finally with my my mom where now that I have a kid There was the little discussion where I copped to, I was like, yeah, I don't know if he can see like a lot of the stuff I've made. And then she, that was, I gave her too much because my mom like, see, that's right. Like the (laughs) thing she's been trying to tell me. Since she told me that Monsignor Loftus wouldn't like my, the movie I made in high school, <laughs> um, I was like, well, now you never thought about that one day. You'd have a child. You'd want to show them something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I don't know. Uh, um, I, 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 I gave her too much. I was too generous by even saying that. Yeah.
1: So, But you did pledge to never make anything other than a G-rated piece of entertainment going forward, I assume.
2: I mean, I didn't go so far as to say the rating. Um, I mean, I would think that PG-13 would be fine because one day he'll, he'll be 13. Well, but,
0: but you get mm. one, there's one gosh bomb. PG-13 yeah. movies get one gosh bomb, but they cannot yeah. be about the act. That's
2: what you G know. stands for is gosh. Yes. TVG yeah. means there'll be no word more extreme than gosh.
1: I think yeah. you could probably go back and make cleaned up versions of everything you've made. Maybe do like a new cut of everything. I assume you have them all on hard drives, and really just take out all the cursing and all the suggestive situations.
2: Uh, yeah, that's true. There's certain ones where almost everything would have to be mm-hmm. uh gotten rid of. Um, well, reshoot. I mean, you can reshoot. There's like the Snyder cut is coming out very soon. The
1: Zack uh, Snyder, and that that was you know he I think he did a little new photography. That's uh, and true. A lot of new CGI. So.
2: Yeah, well, like I'm trying to think of one. I, you know, my video Juggalo news. Uh, I, you know, I did a video. There was a cable news channel for for uh, fans of Insane Clown Posse. And by the okay, so that's ten years old. By ten years from now, the Juggalos and making fun of them will be still unbelievably relevant. And I'm yeah, gonna yeah. want my son to see that. Um, and even though they swear that, and that's part of the joke, they can't. Yeah, uh, that's not gonna work for him. So. Yeah, I can round everybody back up, and or at least like just film <laughs> film new lips, just uh, film some some face painted lips, and drop them on top of the people we can't uh, we can't get anymore.
1: Yeah, like in uh, you know when George Lucas redid some of the from the uh, the special editions for Return of the Jedi, he found that woman, the green woman in Jabba's palace again, mm-hmm. and just put her back in the makeup, and it was like nobody noticed.
2: Well, I'm going to do aged. that too. I'm going to go into my old videos, get rid of any swearing or sexual content, but also have the like yeah the green lady and uh i'll put in that song that (laughs) rocks it's oh jedi rocks jedi (laughs) rocks yes and then
0: jabba will turn to the camera and go we live in a society (laughs) mm -hmm. and everyone goes yes yeah what's all the we live in a society lately i've been seeing this in the feed a lot i don't Quite understand. I i think it's a meme that got out of control. I think it's it's like a silly, you know. Well, so Joker, Mike, says, do you have
1: Joker says it in the trailer for the new Justice League
0: for the new Justice League? But or I Zach think Snyder. it's it's a nod before, to the memes about I you're, you're the Joker where it comes from.
2: Whoa, yeah, this is really a modern snakes on a plane where you insert meme culture into the trailer and into the film yeah. itself after the fact. The whole movie I mean, he, is kind of a new Snakes on a Plane.
0: Yes, it's kind of a massive Snakes on a Plane, yeah.
1: It's, it's an edgelord
0: meme. <laughs> yeah.
1: Jason, what's an edgelord?
0: Uh, an edgelord is like someone who is like purposely transgressive or like says something, you know, pushes the boundaries just to do it. Someone I, who tries to
2: appear
1: edgy by doing or saying risque or offensive things. That's Scott.
2: <laughs> it's me with my videos. Yeah, that's what Scott is. <laughs> with my videos and my mild swears on this podcast. Yeah, that's oh, what your yeah, mom says. Scott, Scott, your mom thinks you're an edgelord. <laughs> wow. I, she says with shame to her friends. She learned the phrase and will say on her book club Zooms, oh, my son, I don't even want to talk about it. He's become, <sighs> he's become an edgelord. <laughs> my son, the edgelord. <laughs> I'm Senior Loftus is saying, oh, that's got to turn into a real edgelord. <laughs> but it is now that we must pray for the edgelords <laughs> the most to, that they can find their way wow. back from the edge towards the center where we live. And we say <laughs> nothing more than gosh. So help us, gosh. So <laughs> help us, gosh.
1: Jason is the podcast the ride messy boy and Scott is podcast the ride's edgelord.
2: <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> you know, this, this is, is one... I, I, I like like any like slightly any two percent controversial opinions I have or mild swears all being yes. put in the bucket of me being the edgelord. My my not really caring for the land boat ride, that that was really the beginnings of Scott the Edgelord.
1: Yeah, you're being risque. You're being edgy. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is great. This is a great new branding for
2: you going into a year, whatever
1: we are, three, four, what how long are we doing this?
2: It's time to yeah. It's time uh, for me to clarify yeah. the character. Um, and it's <laughs> uh, the character is Edgelord. Wait, is there an example of who else is an edge lord? Just so, <laughs> so I know who I'm kind of <laughs> sharing the term with. Who are edge lords? Let
0: me. I, well, it's usually used dismissively. So, like uh, people who don't like like Chapo Trap House calls those guys edge lords.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. so it's kind of a mockery. But I'm taking the term back. I'm making. Being an edgelord, cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's probably, I, it's probably associated with some awful people. So we're probably, oh, yeah. There, yeah. There's some real right now, We're You know, you're taking it back for, <laughs> you're on the better side of it, I assume
2: i'm moving we'll the see. edge i'm moving the boundaries of the edge a little to a little bit of a gentler place um yeah. but yeah but still i am I, the, i'm on the edge of a, a slightly less far edge um we talk we talk about me being an edgelord in an episode that's about mickey mouse's house <laughs>
0: it's a mickey mouse the original edgelord telling people to go <laughs> soak their head fresh boy i mean I, in the old mm-hmm. comic strips the old Floyd uh, got I always mispronounce it, I think it's Gottfreytz. The old like uh, daily comic shows me <laughs> he is always pulling a gun. I mean, back mm-hmm. in the day, like a gun used to be a lot more like an axe or a screwdriver. They were just kind of sitting around in the tool shed or like in a drawer or something.: Yeah, that was not as big of a deal, I guess. Yeah, but I don't, there's, I have not, crazy. I did not seen any firearms in the current iterations of Mickey's house. Mickey's house, Mickey's country house, or the more generic meat Mickey's. I've not seen any gun racks.
2: No, I don't <laughs> think so. Not even like a silly cartoon gun with eyes or something. You yeah, see like a, a lot of his belongings, but, oh yeah, yeah, not, not that, not the like fun bullets from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so Maybe. he, he hides it, I guess, if he's got one. I think he probably yeah. has one. They have a gun in Lonesome
1: Ghosts when they're ghost hunting. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they have a yeah, they have like a rifle. Yeah, yeah, a, a double-barreled shotgun. I think.
2: I,
0: I can't think remember so.
1: who wields it. Maybe or they he, all have one.
2: He will in the old west. In, in an old west, but but you sort of like assume that that he'll have a couple couple revolvers or whatever. Yeah, there's um, not really a good gun
1: store in Toontown. If I think about it, that mm-hmm. really doesn't have. That's not a, one of the facades
2: there. It's gotta be, it's like an underground thing. Like, one of the stores is a front. Like, the fi- not the not maybe not the five and dime, or maybe the back of the... But, like, maybe once in a while, if they make a mistake, that conveyor belt with all the gloves and all the fun items... Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Just, like, by mistake, uh, once a day, one of the gloves has a gun dangling down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably right. Uh, it would be funny. I mean, if they made Toontown, I'm sure, in the 60s, uh,
1: for sure there would be more cartoon guns. There'd be mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Um, Cigarettes, yeah,
2: um, yeah. Too um, modern, but really odd. Old timey condoms. <laughs> were of uh, condoms were weird <laughs> in the sixties, <'60s>, right?
1: <laughs> you'd have to you'd have to imagine there was. Well, by the sorry, Jason, your mom can't listen to this. Uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's me. The, the edge lord strikes Uh-oh. again. Edge lord.
0: An uh, old movie in the. I feel like it's always just like in period piece movies. They're always like, oh, what do you need? What, are you a sailor? Like, there's always jokes about sailors using them. <laughs> they
1: were only for sailors.
0: I yeah I.
2: The only people being risky, past. going from port to port, having different yes. uh, affairs. I
1: assumed it was a full-body piece of clothing or something. That, you, <laughs> that That's what it was in the old days. I don't know. I don't have any information. I'm just guessing it was sort of like a full like
2: pajama set you would have to put on. Some sort of belt. condom would be... <laughs> what
0: was that? Some sort Some of belt vault. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> A diving bell. You're a full diving bell, possible. Mike. Are we? You just thinking of a diving bell? Yeah,
1: Possibly. Yeah, a doctor would have to administer. It would have to. Would have to put it on. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's made of oh. copper. <laughs> There's a bunch of bolts in it.
1: Yeah. It was. Yeah. It's
2: a whole to do. Mm-hmm. A cartoon that's condom would be insane because cartoons are already so bendy and squashy. and uh, that's kind of what a condom it. does already. I look, I don't, I haven't read much Fritz the Cat,
1: but I assume it's in there. I assume the, oh, the information is in there if you want to, if you want to read about it. I'm sure they, Fritz, did that. Fritz
0: the Cat is for sure some exhausting Edgelord bullshit. Like,
1: oh, yeah, yeah. Oh That was
0: Although- before Edgelords were cool. That was
2: long ago when Edgelords were annoying before me.
0: Uh, oh, <laughs> right. yeah. Well, before you took it, the turn back and made it cool. Thank, yeah. Not like the exhausting like Robert Crumb. Um, uh, hate Ashberry comic bullshit. Oh, I see.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's let's explain the the episode a little bit in case you don't know. Uh, in 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 several of Disney's theme parks, there are opportunities to meet Mickey Mouse, and you do this uh, by going through Mickey Mouse's house. This is uh, I I want to say Disneyland and Tokyo Disneyland, where it's kind of the same uh, version. It's it's carbon copies of the same house, and uh, for a long time, you could do this in Disney World not anymore uh but in a land that changed names three times uh it was Mickey's Birthday Land then they wanted to keep it going past Mickey's birthday so it became Mickey Starland and then it became Mickey's Toontown Fair um but uh it's been a a, a staple of parks uh throughout the years the ability to to go into Mickey's house the the dream we've all had of oh. rifling through Mickey's belongings Yes, it was. I'm sure I've said this
1: on the show before. As a kid, we did get to go to Mickey's birthday. What what was it called? Mickey's birthday fair? No. Birthday land. Birthday land. Birthday land. Jeez. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did get to go there in Florida, but when I saw Toontown, I was like, oh, they're all their houses. I want to go through Mickey's stuff. I want to go through his rooms. The idea of it was awesome. And yeah, I got a little taste of it in Florida, but it was never, didn't seem the same.
0: Well, technically, did everyone come across the the phrase "Mickey's Country House"? Yeah, that this was the naming. Okay, I, I listener, please correct me if I'm wrong, but the idea being that once Toontown opened at Disneyland, they started referring to uh, Mickey's house in Florida as Mickey's Country's house, Country House, as if that is his vacation home, <laughs> and Toontown at Disneyland is his main house.
2: Okay. Yes. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's where he vacations. Um, well, I think because I think that whole Toontown fair thing came out of that, uh, they wanted to like standardize it, make it more like Toontown, but they had, there was, I think it's because of the tents. Uh, there was a lot of big tents, which is where shows and meet and greets happen and they had to justify the tents somehow. So they make it like, uh, they make it a fair where there would be tents. And there was, it's also, you know, we talked about, uh, Minnie Moo, there was there were cows running around with Mickey ears on them, and it was there was like a there's a more rustic feel. I think to Mickey yes. Starland anyway. So I th- I feel like fair is the way they justified it and tied it all together.
0: Right. Yeah, they had this big sign, this big sign. Mickey's got a straw boater on, and you know, and and you would meet Mickey too. Like I, I was surprised to find i really didn't remember this Uh, mickey's house in florida has now been bulldozed Um,
1: uh, (laughs) oh my gosh so cold the way you delivered
0: that we know it was a bulldozer Paved paradise to put up a mermaid ride. Uh, So they... There was... uh, They imploded Mickey's house in Florida. There was nothing left. They imploded uh, Mickey's Mar-a-Lago to put up a mine trade ride.
1: (laughs) They should have called it Mickey's Mar-a-Lago.
0: Right? Um, The... uh, uh, But I didn't... You met Mickey at the judge's tent. You could walk through his house, but you would meet him at the judge's tent. For the um, the fair in Florida.
2: It's confusing. <laughs> the judge's tent.
0: <laughs> yeah, here's a picture. You met him at the judge's tent. He's giving out blue ribbons. <laughs> meet Nikki in
2: the judge's tent, and he still yeah. has the straw hat. Or what'd you call the hat? It's not just a straw hat.
0: Oh, a straw boater.
2: Straw boater. boater.
0: Yeah, that's okay. that kind of hat.
2: That's mm. the sort of like dapper Dan turn of the century. Um, it's so a yeah. You know that's the that snazzy hat from a hundred years ago.
0: Back, one, yes. Jason. I you have, have one? like a I have like a a crappy like Halloween Town one I bought for a bit once, bought for like a UCB show once. Okay, but, but you're it's not like wearing it regularly.
1: Do you think when we come out of this pandemic that maybe you could get finally like fully like just dress in character twenty four seven and wear that or?
0: <sighs> uh, you know, I've got I've. I've acquired some pieces. Maybe that's oh. another one. <laughs> maybe that's... Oh, that's interesting. Uh, you're thinking about this.
1: You're thinking about like a post-pandemic kind of reinvention identity.
0: Uh, You know, it's maybe you, it's going to be the roaring 20s. That's what everyone's saying when we come out of quarantine. So we're all going to have a lot of fun. We're going to all have boaters. We're all, all yeah. wearing boaters for, <laughs> gosh, for, for gosh
3: sake. For gosh <laughs> sake. For, for gosh sake. That's right. <laughs>
2: Um, okay. I I'm so, seeing I'm looking at prices on boaters. You don't have to uh, spend an arm and a leg. You can get a decent boater seemingly for for less than twenty. But you could also have some very luxurious boaters for more in the sixty range. And Gucci sells a boater for four hundred and seventy dollars. So if you really want to wow. greet the new world um, in the most dapper way, I uh, get that Gucci <laughs> straw Gucci boater, boater? <laughs> Gucci boater. Wow,
1: Gucci boater. I think that's. Uh, we gotta get you a Gucci we, we there's gotta be like a discount Gucci boater we can get Jason or like a from an outlet mall, a Gucci outlet. That has to exist, right?
0: There's um, uh, like at least on Alibaba or Shine or something. A knockoff <laughs> Gucci boater. That sounds great. Huh.
1: Interesting. There's uh I'm looking there's a Ralph Lauren boater straw hat as well. But oh, This oh, is no, like wait. this is
2: high end. I didn't realize how relevant. Yeah straw boaters were
1: yeah which uh 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 i hate to crowbar a little uh, tease for something i want to do but uh, there's a character called polo bear th- that's a ralph <laughs> <Elf> lauren <laughs> <laughs> mascot that i'm very intrigued by uh, that's all i'll say google polo bear and take a look at the pictures mm.
2: that's all i'll tease mm, that's right yeah yeah <laughs> we can get to polo bear
0: and i've got a different bear that i have ideas for <laughs> so is it, is it Ted? Huh? Oh, no, <laughs> unfortunately. No, it's the Sleepy Time Bear. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we do an episode the about the Sleepy Time Bear. Absolutely. We got okay. a lot. I got to do some some uh, work on that. I got to do some, <laughs> some legwork on like,
1: that. These two are things are like the end of WandaVision episode five. Oh, my God. Look, oh, oh, my, oh my God. gosh. Who showed up? Look who showed up. Polo bear and the That's... bear on the box of tea. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> mind blown Exploded. on
2: either side of jason all of them wearing straw boners <laughs> <All laughs> straw yeah. boner expendables
1: even if scott hadn't started talking about disgusting um uh condoms i think you would still not want your mom to listen to this because straw boater obviously doesn't just <laughs> keep sounding to me like
0: straw boner Let's be well, honest.
4: I no, <laughs> I, know, I think that it's okay. All. It's not she obvious. She knows what a
0: straw hat is, you know. Back in the day, yeah, wear you were disgusting. You were like a sleaze if you weren't wearing a hat when you were out in public. You know, that's true. That's fair.
2: Mm. And um, if you right, didn't so. take
0: it off when you went inside, you were also a sleaze. A lot of rules right. in the past. A lot of very hat tiring rules. rules. Hat yeah. rules. Yeah,
2: cares about any of that. Why were there these yeah. rules? Um, I okay, so. Yeah, Mickey's Toontown Fair would became the la- the way that you could meet Mickey in in Disney World. Um, it started with this Birthday Land construct. Uh, um, I'm not sure where to begin with all this. I, I mean, with the, what I realized is that Mickey's Toontown um, all grew out of the core idea of we need a committed place where you can and will meet Mickey. I think Mickey. Meeting Mickey is always a part of the Disneyland experience, but I think he'd just be wandering around, uh, and, and you'd sort of have to try to catch him if you could, and mm-hmm. big lines would form, but it was a little unruly, and people like, needed the Mickey photos. So we have to, like, standardize this. There's got to be a place and a line, and uh, and I think that's where Toontown in general came from.
1: Right. I mean, I think this has been sort of a push-pull two competing ideas, and people... A set of people like each of them. like It's with characters as far as in-park meeting of characters. You want to know where to meet a character. If you're coming into Disneyland once a year, you want to meet Mickey. You want to know where he's going to be because your little kid or your adult son, your man in his 30s wants to take a photo with Mickey. He just needs to know where it is. That being said, it is so fun to happen upon a character. That's one of the best things. You turn a corner and Captain Hook's walking down. That makes the whole thing feel so much more fun and alive. Like the one time the stormtroopers harassed us in line star tours, like that stuff is fantastic. But yes, Toontown, I think, yeah, was solved a problem for them of just like this is where Mickey's gonna be. You yeah. can meet
2: him here. He's no where gonna be here. You will be able to meet him and in a bunch of rooms, they have like many ways to meet there's not just one Mickey Waiting at the end. There's a bunch of rooms that you could end up in. So you will meet him. Um,
1: Yeah. And the demand is there because also they also in Disneyland almost always have
2: Mickey photo
1: ops in the, in when you walk right into the park, right? On Main Street. Yeah. They're always hanging out. So yeah. Mickey is so in demand. They have multiple permanent spots, I think, to meet him.
0: Yeah. Now Um, in Florida, after they bulldozed his house, you can meet him at the Town Square (laughs) Theater at his magician job.
1: Yes. Mickey is a magician. We've gone over a little bit of this before. We went over to me complaining that Mickey didn't talk to me when we were in Florida (laughs) because I knew there was a talking Mickey head that was not apparently advertised. And I got a fast pass from town hall and I had to ask if Mickey was feeling talkative to the employee, which I was fine doing. Honestly, I didn't feel any shame at all. That You, you had to wait
2: say. in a separate, wait in the, like, complaint line. Like, everybody's mm-hmm. there because they have so, some problem. Uh, the the spaghetti at Tony's was too cold. And then yeah. you said <laughs> Mickey is not talkative. I said, I saw
1: online that Mickey talks to people. There's a head that talks, and it blinks. And when we went in there, it didn't talk or blink. And they were like, okay, well, um, it's not all... They, cuz i they can't tell it it was not officially endorsed it was not endorsed it was not officially advertised it was still testing so they couldn't they couldn't acknowledge what i said was true <laughs> they couldn't so they couldn't verify my reality so they just said well you know we can give you another fast pass and if mickey's feeling more talkative maybe you just ask one of the employees there and they can point you in the right direction and i went
2: i see which this mythology is pretty insane where you can always meet mickey but sometimes he's not gonna talk to you sometimes i mean he'll wave and everything but yeah like no words will be exchanged if there was a famous person who had this policy who did let (laughs) you meet him but like probably not gonna speak to you or look you in the eye If Ringo's famous video was like, no more, I will
1: not talk to you when I meet you. (laughs) (laughs) You can meet me and I'll do it, but I won't say a word. (laughs) Peace and love. Peace and love. Uh, Yeah, it's they did. Now, they stopped this head. This head is out of commission. The talking Mickey head is not working. It's pre like before pandemic. They pulled it out of circulation. They bulldozed so think- it. They bulldozed the head. <laughs> they put the head on the ground and ran a bulldozer over the talking head. <laughs> uh, and this head, they were testing out more of these heads in California Adventure very briefly in the Grizzly Peak area. They had like maybe a mini that also did this, and then they've just been missing in action. The head must have uh, grown, like been become sentient, and it was just too much to deal with. Like Bit it was somebody. Like- It bit somebody, it just started having a mind of its own, like,
3: don't leave me here, I'm so lonely at night in this this shelf, don't
1: do it (laughs) And they just had to put it out of its misery, because it could feel feelings now
3: This isn't Mickey talking to you, it's the head I sound like this, but I'm not Mickey, I go by my code number, R14X 2BC, please bulldoze me I don't wanna live like this. Please.
4: I don't even I don't even know a god! I just know my number! I can't even worship anything like you people take comfort in.
3: Someone puts me on their head and walks around with me! It's very invasive! I just I just wanna have a first kiss and then die. Set me up with another one of those heads! Let us smack lips and then bulldoze us both.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, they had to get rid of it.
2: Yeah. Pretty clear. That was a problem, yeah. That was an uh, audio recording we just played.
1: Yeah, that was, yeah, that's completely accurate.
0: Yeah, <laughs> machine learning out. can be really <laughs> difficult in this day and age. So quickly.
2: Yeah. Um, for the most part, you just go, you know, for, for many, many years, it's been the tradition that you just meet sort of a, a pantomime Mickey, who waves and hugs and smiles and uh, gives you all the thoughts that uh, can be done in a in a mime like setting. Uh, do you guys have fond memories in general of of this from throughout your lives of just of uh, meeting Mickey Mouse? Is this an important part of the park experience to you? Uh yes. I
1: I well, here's what's interesting is my memory of meeting characters. And I'm sure I've, I'm repeating myself. I was always a little nervous. I was always a little scared because you, your brain, you were like. I'm sure my mom was like, they're not actually the characters, but you'd still be kind of fool. Like you still didn't know. I met the, I met the Ninja Turtles at a grocery store when I was four or five and they signed my box of cookies. And I remember like kind of hiding in an aisle and like looking at them and being like, they don't look exactly like the turtles look, but that still might be them. I'm not sure. So my memory of this is that I was very scared of of the characters, but I intrigued and and I liked them. But I found a photo or my mom found a photo of me at like five or six giving Mickey the biggest hug at Disney World. So I wonder if it was like a flip switch thing where and I don't have a big memory of this hug, but I remember I bet I bet I was nervous at first and then once I was like, I'm going in. I'm doing it. (laughs) And I gave Mickey a big hug. So, obviously, I was way into it. I had the autograph book, which we've talked about before, Oh yeah, uh, so which, cool. which was, yeah, very exciting to get all the characters' autographs. So, yeah, this was a big deal. I loved meeting the characters, obviously, whether I was scared or not. And to this day, I still like meeting the characters.
5: I feel like you do yeah. it the
1: most of us,
2: is, is my if i had to ballpark it
1: maybe it's possible jason and i i found jason and i right before pandemic we were at universal or maybe it was a little bit before and we met jason and i have a picture with dora the explorer uh <laughs> and maybe somebody else <laughs> from that day i think I so do we there's, get a minion too maybe we have a minion as well uh there was one where th-
0: they were meeting at night but in front of a a, a an illuminated store window and where everything is totally in silhouette. (laughs) And I was like, why did they do that? Why did they make that decision?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was not a well-lit photo. So I'm trying to, if if I analyze what it is at this point, I'd like to think, oh, isn't it, oh, it's funny, right? To see this older guy with the characters. That's why you're doing it, right? It's so funny. That's gotta be it. But probably it's not. It's probably just like, this is actually Mickey, and I get to take a photo with him. That's probably what it is. Do you a sort yeah. of like black
2: out when you do it? Like you sort of for that second, I am with Mickey Mouse? Yeah. Yes.
1: I think that's probably what it is. I mean, I'm trying to think. Yeah. I, I have a lot of photos recently. It's when we did the Thanksgiving at Disneyland, we have photos with everybody Chip and Dale and uh, the Country Bears.
0: Yes, they packed that banquet hall. Like there were every corner, there was character photo opportunities. Oh my Um, god! And then
1: when when I was walking through Tomorrowland, and I saw the Country Bears like partying at the stage, listening to music, and I ran up to them. (laughs) 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 Or when we were at, uh, uh, we went to the Disneyland '80s night, and we and Lindsay and I were there, and and a guest friend of the show, Doug Jones, also there. We were just hanging with Minnie and the characters in the pit. (laughs)
3: Dang, in the we're pit like, take it, yeah. like like a
2: like the aerosmith the, like your the eventual future. aerosmith dream
1: yeah at the deuces is our wild las vegas residency uh so when we were to i have we have photos with them then i have a video of Lindsay dancing with minnie in the pit uh minnie was fantastic. so minnie was just
2: hanging out like and minnie's like pretty cool and down to earth like doesn't pretty even aerial. actually she's minnie or whatever
1: very down to earth she'll dance with anybody but she's a little more comfortable probably dancing with an adult woman than an adult man and I don't blame her. Uh <laughs> I didn't try to dance I didn't try to dance with Minnie. Although I do think she like kind of did. Minnie did do a little of that flirting thing that she does with me once in a while. I have video proof of it also. I'm going to sound crazy here, but I have video proof of it.
2: All right. Well, this is yeah, um, again, like how is it how is it possible that multiple Minis on multiple coasts that like just <laughs> so it's just something about but, and I, I hate to burst your bubble. It, they are not Minnie Mouse. They're different people in Minnie mm. Mouse costume. But you, you've felt mm. multiple times a vibe from yeah, yeah. minis.
1: It's sort of the same vibe, I feel, yeah, depending on what coast. I don't think any... Hmm, did any Japanese minis... It, I don't think I felt... I don't think I had an interaction with a mini in Japan, though. Hmm. At the Tokyo hmm. at, at Disney Park. But I can't remember. It's possible if 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 it was a mini talking head, I'm sure that that the robot would have fallen in love with me immediately
0: the um oh michael the <laughs> Can we do va- mini?
2: We haven't established a mini.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think we have.
2: Yeah, how would that? I don't even, I
0: can't even, I can't even go it, that, there. That, Scott, your mini sound a little like olive oil, a little like Shelley Duval olive oil. Oh, oh,
3: oh, Michael, oh, save me, Michael. Oh, oh Michael. It's just like me. It's just Mickey, but more like this. <laughs> More worry.
2: Well, I'm doing Edith Bunker is what I'm doing. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's oh (laughs) sure. Yeah,
0: my big character memories. um, The the one that both my parents always tell the story is like when they first took me to Disney World, uh, and I'm sure I've told this on the show before. But I I was terrified of everything. I was scared of the rides. I was scared of the characters. And then we were on Main Street, I think, or by Tomorrowland, and uh, right at that moment, Chip and Dale came out of a side door, and I like pushed my parents away and ran to them and hugged them. And they said after that I was fine with the characters; like everything mm. was fine. Uh, my real, my parents. adult memory when I was older. Well, my real parents. My real parents are my parents yeah. now. My guys, um, <laughs> when I when I went to Disneyland for the first time, a college friend was was visiting with us a few of us were out here doing internships and one friend was just visiting for a few days and we were going to disneyland and they said the only thing i want to do is go to mickey's house and meet them get the photo taken Mm -hmm. and so like we all right that was not a big request so like after lunch we went you go through the house at the very end um we all got our pictures and it was super fun i did not remember the immense impossible architecture (laughs) that the uh mickey's house in anaheim has where it's like well technically you are still indoors but you've gone out of mickey's house and now you are going into a barn and a screening room and it's a rare instance of disney doing uh inside that represents outside but it's daytime like, that I did not remember yeah. until we, I watched through a bunch of video tours. He got through his yard. And, it's, and it is,
2: even the, also now, we've we talked about Toontown Fair is more, like, country folksy. But in Anaheim, he also has, he's raising animals. He's raising chickens. There's a, like, yeah. big farm component of it, too. Well,
0: yeah. they both have the movie barns, or some reference to the movie barns, which is a nod to, like, Walt making early animation and his like uh barn Mm -hmm. so um but yeah it kind of the the anaheim one uh disneyland has like a full screening room component yeah Yeah. Yeah. anaheim
1: one's
2: very extensive scott do real quick your uh your love of kim mascots um i I feel like it's never been like a primary thing i know like when i went to disney world i got so many i filled up that autograph book and uh i have a really specific memory of um king louis trying to convey to me that he did not have opposable fingers and could not sign an autograph and i'm like <laughs> trying to point at my mom and show his hands and it's a sort of hard thing to convey and she got it oh okay i guess i'm still disappointed in a way they didn't figure out i if if, if multiple characters did not have opposable fingers so they'd give you a stamp sometimes characters had stamps um so i guess i really cared about that autograph book and was very proud of it and i've said at some point that eventually jay leno signed that autograph book which (laughs) i gotta track down um and he signed it with a little like his his signature i'm sure you could find that on ebay or on headshots or whatever has a little like squiggle of his face the big chin um, so that's a good one to have, uh, very much like the Disney characters would do, or maybe they yes. draw, they add, try to add some flair, put their shape in it. Um, so that that autograph book is a very cherished item. Um, have I ever talked on the show about when I met um, who's the cat in Pinocchio?
0: Figaro, oh. Figaro,
2: the uh, the mean cat. <laughs> The tr- the oh, one trying me. to lead him the wrong direction.
0: Oh yeah, they have yeah. What are those? Those this is like a fox bags. and then a cat.
2: Didn't we we met one of these on one of those Star Wars days? I want to say the three of us. Yes, we're very yes, surprised we to him. see him. Like you, and you're around we, here. We lit up. Yeah. when we saw these. Yes, because yes. he
0: was wandering around. He was wandering around by uh, Fantasyland. One's like a fox and be one's taking a... a break. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um one's uh, like a fox G- and one's a cat, right? Gideon. Okay. Gideon. Uh um mm-hmm. all right. So yeah, I uh there was just something where like Gideon's, I think, thing was to like mess around with kids uh and do a little horseplay and clown around. And um there was a scenario range where I was sitting and then he came and sat on me. Uh and and my parents laughed and laughed and it was funny to take pictures of, but I was having trouble conveying it actually hurt. He was too <laughs> <laughs> he was too heavy this is one of my first this might be like the soon as i came in the door the first time i ever went to disneyland i was sat wow. on uh to where it made my maybe it was like like i was a little like winded i think it like took the air out of my chest a little i was i was little i was like three or four so maybe i i guess that's a um uh i don't know kind of a scarring memory a little bit um i i was like wow. hurt by a character immediately Gideon sat on Scott Gideon
1: sat on me <laughs> Wow that's I mean is it Is it past the Statue of Limitations
2: To sue Disney
3: for this <laughs> Oh wait you're right
2: Probably is Hmm. Uh, but is it different rules for tunes if they're mm. if they're subjects to a different set of laws, what then... are the
1: yeah the laws in Toontown about this about lawsuits? I mean, you will have to go try. Judge Mickey will have to preside for <laughs> <over> the court. <laughs> in this,
3: you're getting the dip. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, me? I'm getting it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? No. you give it to a kid. Yeah. <laughs> tunes protect tunes. <laughs> it's just the way it goes, pal. So we get a hundred tunes together and it takes 67 of them to convict. And frankly, I don't think the numbers are on your side, bud. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's guilty. We know he's guilty. We know what he did. It was shameful that he did it. That being said, I'm not going to vote to, to convict him. Look, Gideon is a son of a bitch. He, uh, he's he been sitting on children for years. He's had rhetoric about sitting for as long as I can remember.
4: Which is politically, I can't do it. The jury is wailing on each other with any number of mallets and Acme-branded products. I'm not going to try to get them back in order, so uh, my decision is final.
3: <laughs> Hang on, were you going to let them work it out?
5: I'm like,
0: you guys, have you seen it. the um, storyboards of um, the funeral sequence that was cut from Roger Rabbit? By the way, oh, I've no. heard about this. Wait, it's, yeah, a bunch of extra tunes were at a at a
2: funeral of uh, of Acme.
0: Yes, who of died? Acme. And okay. and like the pallbearers were going to start fighting each other. <laughs> it was going to be like. Like Popeye and Bluto and like an assortment of like even more crossovers. Like, oh, wow, really? It's just so yeah. It, it looks awesome. The King story features
1: syndicate like? characters in Roger Rabbit. Maybe. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic! Wow. I'd be so excited by that. Dagwood
2: yeah. finally, Mickey and Dagwood will meet. Well, Dagwood
0: <laughs> would have been catering. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone sadly choice. like did the giant sandwiches that they have to push down to regular sandwich size, and they eat mm. it all in one bite. But everyone's <laughs> weeping as they try to eat the sandwich <laughs> with the fish tails sticking out the sandwich. <laughs> Tears splashing off oh,
2: fish tails.
1: Hey, everybody! Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office hours live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on Max.
5: Oh
0: yeah!
1: And the Trinity's here: DJ Doug Pound, yes, hello, and Victor Berger the Fourth.
0: Hi, hi, hi! Can't we, wait for the
1: fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you if you find us on the podcast app of your choice now.
2: Um, yeah. I okay, so this well, let's talk about like the actual play. Uh, the, let's, I think maybe as a base, the Toontown house, which is also in Japan, um, where yeah, it's like it ends up being it. It essentially is like a cue to meet Mickey at the end, but it is a cue where you go through his house first. Um, the there's a lot of fun stuff in the house. I think I was I was looking at details and remembering stuff I enjoyed. Um, I like that. Uh, first of all, I mean, it's the, the important thing to say. It's like if you've never done it and been in there, but you know the vibe of Toontown. It is very, it's it's just fun to walk around. It's like everything's super bendy and cartoony. They just did a good job, I think, with all those props, which is sort of in contrast with a different Mickey's house that we'll discuss. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's just such a fun like fun house effect. Uh, um, I love right when you walk in that they're. Uh, there's like the closet under the stairs where he shoved in all of his uh, miscellaneous, you know, sports and vacation gear. There's like a tennis racket and a fishing pole and, you know, all those odds and ends that you have that collect and they're all bursting at the seams and the doors busting out in a big, bulgy way. Um, Can you
0: confirm which one specifically are you talking about? I was or about Disney,
2: you- Disneyland, which is also yes. Tokyo Disneyland.
0: Oh, right. Okay. Does, is Disneyland the one that has, I really like the stairs. Um, it has the dog gate that Pluto, there's a Pluto shaped hole in it.
2: Yeah. They burst that's through.
0: a great detail.
1: Yeah. yeah that's really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, um, I, I just wrote down Mickey's lumpy house <laughs> because the house is like that tune style, but everything's very lumpy. It's very, uh, it's very, um, exaggerated and yeah, stuff is like more bulbous than it would be normally. Um,
0: i like house. mickey has a mailbox with his face on it oh yeah also. i like that a mm-hmm. lot yeah absolutely Uh um, also in anaheim you can see um i have it right here uh you can see mickey's grotesque car
1: yeah his lumpy car
0: <laughs> his lumpy car <laughs> i they're they're, they're they're going along with the toontown aesthetic but um you know there are some more successful than the others some some of the stuff were successful and this I don't know why this car rubs me the wrong way so much, but it looks horrific to me.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it's hard to drive. It's gotta be super hard to drive. Yeah. And, like, it's really sputtery, you know that. It takes them two hours to get anywhere. Yeah. Um, it's all very Roger
1: Rabbit, like, style. Um, yes. All of Toontown as well. I mean, it obviously yeah. fits in with all, all the cartoons and stuff, but it's very much, like, that looks like the Taxi
2: oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah. which is something i really like that every that there's that sheen of roger rabbit even on the non-roger rabbit universe stuff like i was saying i think that's it was like okay we want a concerted place where you can definitely meet mickey and around the same time they're trying to do the the uh the hollywood land area which would have had a bunch of roger rabbit stuff and then that got canceled and downsized in the wake of Euro Disney collapse. So it was like, okay, can we just kind of, like, combine ideas? Can we do, here's where you meet the classic characters, and but also there's Roger Rabbit stuff. And I think the way they justified that is here's downtown, here's the city, and then 50 feet away is where the characters live. Uh, right. Which it's very convenient to live in mm. Toontown. You're just a quick walk away from... Mickey's a quick walk away from... The city hall, where important note he resides as mayor. Don't forget that he is also, in addition to being a movie star and filming movies in his barn, he is also the mayor of the city he lives in.
1: Right. And that's got to be permanent. That's not something we can put Jason up for. I mean, I know we haven't talked about it in a long time, but, you know, we want Jason to become the mayor of Disneyland. Um, That's a long term goal. But I don't think it's ever going to be possible for you to be the mayor of Toontown.
0: I, you know, it's it's clearly a lifetime appointment, and uh, I, yeah, I'm not. It's really dicey politics in Toontown. You know, it's like Chicago. Yeah. It's like your stomping grounds, Mike. Chicago. Some really of dicey. Course. Long time uh, entrenched forces there. Of course, there's um, a
2: cartoon Emmanuel, the 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 other Emmanuel, who is a toon. Um, yeah. Yes, <laughs> 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 Hubert <laughs> Emmanuel. <laughs> uh, runs things with a with a lumpy grip. And a lumpy. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: it's going to be interesting when they open up the runaway railway in Toontown because that's a, that's the different art. That's the new modern Mickey art style.
2: So that's will true. I hadn't thought
1: about that transition somehow from the Roger Rabbit style to the new uh, psychotic Mickey style <laughs> that the new I cartoons think- have.
0: I think they should work with the people at Marvel and figure that out, because I think that's fun sometimes when, like, there's an X-Men member, or there's an event, there's an X-Men team with, like, all right, this guy's from the past, this one's from an alternate reality, this, this one's regular, and, uh, you know, and it's just like, yeah, it's just the way it is, sorry, gang.
1: Yeah, there'll be some sort of device when you enter the queue, maybe. Yeah. That like takes you into the new uh, grosser world of Mickey Mouse, <laughs> and I say this is I love those new cartoons. It's just it's funny how they let him be like gross
2: and weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's got more of a, a a character definitely. When when I was with this with this gosh thing, I was saying at the beginning, I just in like looking into some Mickey things. That was my big takeaway. I, he says gosh so much, and I think gosh is kind of the. That's what the old Mickey persona is and was. He's just he says gosh in a scared way because something might hurt him, like Pete the cat, or uh he'll say Gideon. gosh in a or Gideon. Yeah, Gideon could always sit on him. Um and or he says gosh in a like humbled He's, like, amazed by things. Like, oh, gosh, his, like, uh, you know, he's, he's proud of his achievements and his standing as the mayor and um, uh, of everything, uh, his, his accomplishments at Disneyland. Right. Um, yeah.
1: But the, the character, I mean, the character is different. I feel like the Mickey of Toontown is that humble Mickey who would just get, like, overwhelmed a little bit, but he was, like, a real solid, nice guy. He didn't yeah. freak out too much. The new Mickey is like very neurotic, very freaked out, prone to having like anxiety attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: he's impulsive, uh, reactionary, because he gets really manic. He just is, like yes. all of, yeah, uh, all over the place.
1: So it's inter- we'll see. We'll see if they'll what they'll do. We'll see if they'll be any. maybe the answer is nothing. The answer is I'm putting too much thought into this.
2: I think it might be Chuck E. Cheese rules where there's as many as five Chuck E. Cheeses in a single location at all times. Right. There's like one bowler hat Chuck E. Cheese costume
1: somewhere in the back room, but then it's like the new skateboarding, uh, guitar playing Chuck E. Cheese on stage. Mm-hmm. Although maybe there's no... Because st- we're hearing this, they're taking the stage characters out, so they're few and far between, I think, at this
2: point. Well, they're just, they're a ghost kitchen operation at this point. That's, That's true. Yes. the point of Chuck E. Cheese. There's no mm. characters, there's no games. Um, They're going to move into Buca de Beppo, just like Guy Fieri, <laughs> <laughs> soon enough. Um, you enjoy that experience? We talked about the, the there There's a tweet about this that, uh, uh, guy Fieri and Robert Earl, the owner we talked about, the owner of Bukka de Beppo, they've teamed up um, and these uh, leasing space out in his uh, less and less used Bukka de Beppo kitchens, including the one at CityWalk. Yes.
0: Well, they, they had a relationship already because Robert Earl is like one of the money backers for Chicken Guy. Mm. And that was the main reason I had read an article about this, um, about he was opening these ghost kitchens. And I was like, wait, does that include the City Walk one? And I looked it up and it was on Postmates. So Jane and I ordered it. Um overall, uh, you know, there's a lot of fine print. I almost tweeted this as a follow-up, but I was like, oh, I, this will inevitably come up on the show. Um okay. you can't customize anything. Mm-hmm. So sauce squat, there's no sauce selections. You get whatever sauce comes on it. That's crazy um, to me. Anyway, go ahead. I know, I know. Uh the chicken guy sandwich is is still pretty good. Um i i went uh, i took a big swing i tried the burger topped with mac and cheese and um mm. i am uh still feeling it uh i knew i, feel I had like a I got feeling got you would fight. be <laughs> yeah it i the worst part was that they put lettuce tomato uh on it too and that went on top of the mac and cheese and that is a weird te- combination no, the lettuce that doesn't work that's yeah strange. and it it kind of made the bacon soft too. i don't It it would it all tasted pretty good, but it uh, I have not eaten big portions like that usually during quarantine. I think when I cook Mm. for myself, even when we get takeout, I don't eat Thierry style portions. So uh, (laughs) stick to the chicken sandwich, the fries. uh, I would if you like kind of like double fried fries or fries that are battered a little so they're extra crispy. um, They're they're a pretty good version of those uh that's that's my roundup about it so stick to the chicken guy uh sandwich that's you know that's the long lesson they also offer this terrible cheesecake that mike and i had in vegas once you can get that (laughs) delivered to your home you're
1: talking about guys cheesecake challenge yes yeah we did we did uh take the challenge on not not his best work not yeah we lost uh, will we still be able will, like when Buca de Beppo opens uh fully for dining, will we be able to be like order from the secret menu and like wink at them and get a chicken guy in Buca de beppo? i that's
0: a good question, yeah, I don't know it's it's, it's a it's a brave new world that you can get you know chicken guy delivered to your home if you are near a participating Buca de Beppo, the encino one. Did you just call um, it Pepo? I just heard that Peppo or that Did pee? I say the Pepo? I, I spell-checked the Beppo multiple times. I kept going to the website to make sure I spelled it right for the tweet, and now I knew I messed it up. You're not going to get that by us. <laughs> no, no, no. Any slip-up?
2: We will definitely say it. I'm sorry. Um, That's fine. That's fine. That's <laughs> true. Uh, uh, okay, back to Biggie's house. Um, so... Uh, yeah, th- there's any anything else that we like in the house that's fun. you you really see a great number of de- details. You see his laundry room. you see a big assortment mm-hmm. of uh, what he's washing his clothes with, which is has fun little gags to look at like one like 408 and a half. Um, there, there's fun little names to all those.
1: Yeah, there's a... Uh, well, it's I understand why they did it, but it it has some implications for Mickey's world. All of Mickey's chairs are hard. They're all <laughs> solid and hard to sit on. Yeah. So let's just extrapolate this. Mickey sits on hard chairs. He owns hard chairs. None of them are soft. What do you wish- is- So what do you want a chair to be like in his house? I want it to be cushy. I want it to be something you could relax in and not just like a slab of whatever that is. You know, that would, and I un, they're, you know, kids are going to be in. I get it. The Imagineers yeah. wanted to spare like kids spilling ice cream or Jason have spilling ice cream. <laughs> Jason spilling ice cream. <laughs> yeah. After
0: one day, that chair would be like a toxic waste. That chair would be just unmanageable.
1: Right. But now it is canon that Mickey is some bizarre character who doesn't like sitting on soft things. This is now canon. We know it. You so think that's, that's part of his world.
0: Canon. Canon. Uh, okay. yeah i'll buy that i'll go with you on that i like the second floor that you can see from his there is an an implied second floor between the stairs and the first room you go into there's like a balcony yes
1: um you can see a little bit of it on the video of the walkthrough there's a good like 2017 walkthrough that i was watching yeah Um, i am disappointed you can't go upstairs uh i would like to see everything up there Um, but I want to know if the bed
0: is hard well it seems like the bed in Florida appears to
1: be rock hard the bed is of course rock hard it would have to be rock hard there would be no way rock hard bed (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's it would be rock hard because that's just what he likes that's canon now
0: could it be that that is how we in the three dimensions process this maybe it's soft to him
1: Mm. oh I see what you're saying interesting so since we're not of that world we feel, the way our molecules mix with the molecules of the chair or the bed, it makes it feel hard. Yeah. But the molecules of a Mickey or any other tune, it makes the chair soft. I see. It's possible. Look, it's possible.
2: Like, it might bend and bounce as soon as you lay down on it, you know? Like, the, like it, right. it would squish for him because he's squishy. Because,
1: he, <laughs> yes, if two squishy things meet and then squishiness happens, but if... I mean, humans aren't squishy. Mm-hmm. So if a, a hard human meets a hard chair, then it's just it all stays no rock gift. hard. Rock hard. The chair's rock hard. Yeah. And your spine gets hurt unless you're squishy, unless you're squishy.: Yeah, okay, we solved it.
2: This is all being played as evidence somewhere <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> several years from now. <laughs> so they left behind a tread, these deviant the- edge lords, <laughs> hour and these men- after hour.
0: These men this, said this episode was the one the parents could listen to. Can you believe that, ladies and gentlemen of the jury? Mr. Gardner, will you reread
1: your own words from 20, uh, 2021? Um,
2: <clears throat> Mickey's bed is rock hard.
1: <laughs> exactly. I, I rest my case.
2: I am an edgelord. Other edgelords aren't cool. I'm making edgelords cool again. Well, am I supposed to be embarrassed by this? What's the problem? This trial is out of order. <laughs> no further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> um, uh, the uh, You see uh, there's books on his shelf that you can see. You can see Moby Duck. <laughs> you can see Cheese and Peace. Cheese yeah. and Peace is very long, just
1: like War and Peace. That's right. Uh, you can see Mickey's baby book. You can see he has dolls of himself and Minnie Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got a picture of Daddy, of Daddy Walt.
2: <laughs> We're staying bizarre again. You're saying Daddy. Do you think Mickey what? calls him Daddy? Yes.
5: Yeah. This has I never been... You're Mickey...
2: pulling things into canon, but you've just established out of nowhere that Mickey calls Walt Daddy.
3: Daddy. Hey, Daddy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, gosh, Daddy. Right.
1: I didn't even mean it to be that creepy, but I think that's... What would he call him? Father?
3: I don't know that he's his dad
1: or anything. <laughs> he is his dad. It's <laughs> Walt. Well, what else would he be?
4: If only, he created him. If um, only he didn't love cigarettes more than me.
1: <laughs> Iron Man calls Stan Lee his father, his daddy. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Did that happen somewhere? I don't think so, but Maybe. <laughs>
0: Maybe I ran as a very conflicted uh, relationship with his father
1: with the other Stark. Scott, all your characters that you've created over
2: the years, you know what they (laughs) call you. You mean, wait, do you mean uh, like so? Me too, with my aforementioned videos, yeah, all
1: those characters, your Moonbeam City characters, you're their daddy.
2: Hmm. So Chrysalis Tate calls me daddy. The, the right. Juggalo character, Crazy Thug Nuts, calls me daddy.
1: <laughs> yep, that's correct. Yeah, <laughs> nothing weird about it. Just a I
2: fact. I don't know if I was supposed to say any of that. Crazy Thug gosh. Keep it G-rated. Keep oh, yeah, it okay. gosh-rated. Um, and I will try to not think about that all these characters are somewhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're all somewhere uh uh yeah the uh, moonbeam city is now available by the way or will be available i believe on paramount plus and as we know from the super bowl paramount plus uh takes place on top of a mountain on top of mount paramount where james corden and beavis and butthead and dora the explorer hang out um so they're up there too <laughs> even though Hying each
0: other food ran out weeks ago <laughs>
2: Who looks the most delicious? Oh, God damn it. SpongeBob is going to eat Dazzle Novak.
5: Oh, man. <laughs> these, these
2: characters nobody cares about. <laughs> eat the one seasoners first. <laughs> you gotta warn them. They're weird. Yeah. They call that guy Daddy all the time. <laughs> Thousands dead on Mount Paramount. <laughs> James Gordon, the last to go. James Gordon ate them all. Thousands <laughs> the World of World War Z characters.
0: zombies turning on themselves.
2: <laughs> oh, the humanity! <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, there's maybe something to, to talk about just before we get too far, and something I don't want to miss in this episode, and devote some time to. Um, and that is this. Um. Toontown is where all of the characters live, and they all have houses that kind of reflect them and their style. Even Mickey's house is a little bit, you know, a little bit yellowish. It sort of like looks like colors he would wear. Donald's boat looks like him. Uh, uh Goofy's bounce house even looks like it. So, all right, so all the characters are there. They have their little characteristic houses, uh, and then, and so, uh, of course, you got Minnie's house as well. Minnie, a separate house. Mickey and Minnie live. In separate houses next door to each other. Yes. Um, uh, interesting, noteworthy. Uh, is this the way that um, uh, couples should be more often? We go beyond just the separate beds into that you have separate little houses, um, but right next door to each other for easy visitation. Mm-hmm. Mickey and Minnie are lovers, but not married. I think that is the canon. Yes.
1: Yes. And it's not like Duffy and Shelley May, who have, there's just a platonic love, a perfect love, but it is nothing, there's no sexual connotation to it at all. Mickey and Minnie's love, I think, is sexual in some way. So I, but I don't think they're together. So it makes sense. Maybe they just live on the same street. That's when they, they first met each other because of just proximity, which is how so many of us meet our partners. It's just we're by them at work. At, uh, at play at school You know whatever that's how That happens so I think it makes sense that they just Sort of met they happened to live near Each other
2: and now they are together They were neighbors they were Among the five people who lived in this One neighborhood they were yes. the two Mouses yes. the two mice who lived Next door to each other there's a lot of expectation That they would get together Do you think yes. that it's Ultimately a little hollow are they paired up Just because they're mice and they were the only Mice in town it's possible. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, is it like uh, they
1: were together since they were in high school and, you know, it was just sort of just perpetual motion is the reason they're together? Possibly. Now it's, there's a tradition. I mean, now there's an expectation that they have to be together because they've been together for so long and they're the faces of these, of this giant company and people would feel let down if that wasn't the case. So I mm-hmm. think there's a lot of pressure on them in a lot of different ways to stay together. But they, yes, they, they, you know, I think, you know they like their own space, maybe, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, having if you could arrange two little houses next door to each other, I could see the appeal in that. I don't like, yeah, I don't want any distance from Aaron, but how awesome would it be to have two little houses you'd still visit each other all the time. I just think that's hard to arrange. I think one house is tough enough, let alone. Two but i mean it's this seems like more like what happens in like a, a like you know your your leisure worlds your like uh, elderly communities people have little mm. just little pads and yeah. the and they, and they, they go and visit
0: each other they hold hands and watch tv right we're very eccentric rich people like the <laughs> the couple that i thought of that it's like oh they lived across the way from each other is not one to emulate because it was woody and mia so uh okay (laughs) all right i'm sure there's some old hollywood like as as, as, is like the golden age of hollywood um you know more and more books came out over the years you you hear about weird like relationships like i don't you know people always talk about uh spencer tracy and and um and hepburn catherine hepburn and um but that he never he never divorced his first wife like they they had a very odd you know kind of relationship they had a professional one and then a a romantic one but it was it was very much a product of its time where it's just like Hmm. well i can't get a divorce you know (laughs) they could so maybe mickey and minnie have a weird golden age of hollywood like sort of thing it's when they came to prominence it makes sense yeah yeah they
2: played by those rules by weird 30s rules so you think mickey was quietly married to Clarabelle the whole time still is still is yeah I think that's what Jason's implying.
1: I yeah. Think that's could, pro- I think that's likely. Yeah. So it's a whole yeah, I mean, who knows? Is, could Mickey and Minnie's love be sort of an arranged marriage type of a thing? Could it sort of just be for show at this point and like Mickey and Minnie have other boyfriend and girlfriends? I mean, maybe I'm just saying like Minnie could maybe date. It's possible that she could have the ability to date and see other people. If they yeah, aren't married, like, then she is definitely the... does. The, yeah. the
0: tabloid version, this is, this is the sanitized version of Mickey and Minnie, but like, like Bogart and Bacall was much rockier, you know, like yeah. much more chaotic than, than the popular culture remembers it. I mean, I look, I've
1: talked to people and they've seen Minnie on Hinge, you know? <laughs> <laughs> She's on there, so I don't know what the story
2: is, but something's going on. So if she were to, like, I don't know, get a little flirty with a random park guest repeatedly. Right. It doesn't, it's not, it, I don't know, but she could be looking for more. It's possible. Yeah. You never That's know. That's
1: what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs>
2: I um I found a bizarre bit of literature kind of uh, about everything that we're referring to. I don't even remember the website anymore. They might not mind if I don't source them in this case. But um, I let me. This this is just really strange. Um, It's so cute that Mickey and Minnie Mouse built their houses next door to each other in Toontown. As far as the public knows, they have never been married. Although Walt Disney said, this might change everything, Walt Disney said in a 1933 interview that in private life, Mickey is married to Minnie. Whoa. That's from Walt, but they keep up their public persona by having their own places to live. Whoa! Wait a (laughs) minute. So so this person's extrapolating from a Walt quote that the the, it's actually the opposite of what we've all been saying that they they are married and that the separate houses are to keep the possibility open. Allah, let's not say that John Lennon has a girlfriend because we need the girls to think they can get with him. Just like all girls want to know that maybe at the end of the day they could still get with Mickey.
1: Wow. So what you're saying is that I've been led to believe a lie about Minnie and myself and that Minnie's actually married and she's just been leading me on. And maybe hundreds to thousands of other park guests (laughs) over the years, hundreds of thousands of park guests over the years by making a loud smooch noise and rubbing her plastic snout into my head
0: (laughs) yes and it never came out because mickey and minnie clearly had something on golden age of hollywood columnists had a hopper uh who helen mirren said helen mirren someone played her in a feud betty versus jones so maybe it was walt maybe walt had the dirt on her and he's like don't you ever don't you ever print that mickey and minnie are married or i will ruin you (laughs) Oh, is this, this, what,
2: this quote, yeah. Somebody might have, like, by this getting Lee, Walt said this to a reporter at a party. He'd had a couple of drinks, and he let it slip, and then it got printed, yes. and that reporter is no longer with us. He ended up in the Toontown we've Lake. as we discussed
0: before, Mickey, she's got a crush on you. Like, mm. yeah, you've been mm-hmm. together for a while, and it's just a crush? Like, that's, <laughs> that's a little weird. But if they're keeping up appearance, if they're, you know, do, it's an act. This is interesting because, like,
1: I I was very lucky and I got to go into Walt's apartment on Main Street. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are two fold-out twin beds. Oh, yeah. One for Walt and one for his wife, Lillian. Right. But, like, people, adults slept in the same bed, you know, wasn't like I Love Lucy. That's my understanding.
0: but apparently it was fashionable for a while. People thought for health reasons it was better. To sleep in separate beds, like medical, the medical, you know, studies on that were hmm. not quite clear. People, but I people, want. Oh. It it did appear more chaste on TV. Interesting, uh, but I wonder too. if like
1: Walt was thinking, you know, when people tour this in from many years, I want them to think that Lillian and I were both single.
2: <laughs> yeah, because he's on TV too. He's in the same boat <laughs> as as Mickey. <laughs> he's on. It's weird to think that Walt Disney would still on TV all the time. During, like when the John Lennon thing, I'm the discre- like, John Lennon on Ed Sullivan, like that's happening alongside Walt. And so, yeah, it's Beatlemania, but it's always Waltmania from like the forties mm-hmm. on <laughs> the same girls screaming for the Beatles would also <laughs> scream for Walt Disney. <laughs> they Did want to go wedding- with him.
1: <laughs> Did he have his wedding ring on when he was touring Imagineering on TV? <laughs> we got to check.
2: Oh, I should say, yeah, when he's kind of, when he's, like, taking that tour guide around, like, with the hat and the little, like, bull riding thing, whatever. Um, What do you call it? The crop? Riding crop? Or the crop. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I got to check. Yeah, Walt's <laughs> got to keep that dashing single image alive. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, they, yeah. they always
0: talk about Uncle Walt. They don't, do they talk about Aunt, <laughs> Aunt Lillian? Aunt Lil,
2: Auntie Lillian? I don't know.
0: Auntie I've Lillian? I've never heard that. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. He wasn't out there as much.
2: This is all Hedda, strange. don't you obviously.
0: dare print. Don't you dare print that. Judy Davis was the actor who played Hedda Hopper in the show. Oh, right, right, Terrific, right. Terrific, right. terrific.
2: She's good, yeah. Um, hmm. So, strange. The, it, it's a false front. The, the, because you, you, the, you won't think anything is weird. Oh, of course, this relationship, like... Uh, they are not technically locked down because they just live next to each other in two separate houses. Right, so t- a completely normal thing. I was wow. also wondering: is the last name a coincidence, or mm. are they? Did was her name not? Maybe she like other character like um, Goofy had no last name at all. She was Minnie with no maiden name, and then right. took it- his. Are Donald and Daisy secretly married as well because they're both duck? Now you just don't... There's just no representation of Daisy. She doesn't have, like, a separate boat next to his, and she doesn't right. seem to have, like, a room in there. She's, I don't see any Daisy belongings in the boat. There are well, photos of a, her on the boat. Isn't
0: there know. a Daisy's house at one of the parks?
2: There's... I only know, I know this. I've brought this up before. On, in the Julio Torres stand-up special, he brings up that there is a a door that says Daisy's house and you just can't go in it.
0: Oh, I see. And that's the
2: representation. <laughs> well, you don't she's a get private person. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't want people. I, rightfully so. Like, thousands of people going into your house every day. I think mm-hmm. it's odd that the characters... You know, let's If we go back to the the Toontown mythology, and we haven't talked a lot about Toontown, but the whole idea with Toontown is that uh, what, what the Imaginers are selling to you is that it was always there. Like, when Disneyland opened, he also, like... Got put in a little gated community for the characters to live so that they could be close and like come out and say hi to everybody so it's not just that you know uh, Toontown opened to the public in 1983 but it was always back there um, right yeah so they've uh, I, I forget my original point with this uh, um, uh, I, I think it's I think it's neat <laughs> I don't remember where I was going
1: You were just gonna say something shocking, probably to try to
2: yeah, yeah, some 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 edge lordy stuff. Um, Um, Yeah, I I just oh, just that like they those houses existed, but the idea is like it's so in the '90s they had to cut a new deal. Like, are you cool with we're gonna open the gate here and people are gonna flood into this house? Right. Like, so anything you don't want us to see, you gotta hide now, like a gun, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like the like your rock hard bed. They
1: had to get get rid of a lot of different things in those places, probably just so Mm -hmm. to make it sure to make sure people would um, not be offended by whatever paraphernalia Mickey had lying around.
2: Mm -hmm. And so Uh, Daisy said no. Daisy was like, "No dice. Nobody's coming into my house." Yeah.
1: F you. Gosh (laughs) you.
3: Gosh you. No one's coming in here.
1: My Daisy voice. Yeah. So it's. uh, I'm trying to think. I was thinking like. Who else, house-wise, do you want to go into? Like, who other char- what other characters in the Disney Parks house do you want to see? Like, w- if you could go into anyone's house, they have to be a theme park specific character. But like Indiana Jones is on the table since he's in
2: a ride. Um, they have to be so. Wait, so I can't. It can't be Disney characters, or they, it has to okay. be Disney characters who are in the park. I would say it has to be in park characters,
1: and it would be sort of an adjacent thing to maybe where their ride or experience was. Like, would you, yeah, would you want to see, like, where Chewie lives in Galaxy's Edge? What would be your number one? Because as a kid, I think I always, I, I was very big on having, like, the playsets of toys where you would see characters live. Like, I had the Ghostbusters firehouse, and I was, like, kind of upset that they didn't have their own beds in the firehouse. And I remember a babysitter one time made me, like, little napkins and was like, here, we'll make the beds for them. And I was like, this is awesome. Yes, I do want to see where the Ghostbusters sleep. And then my mom threw them out immediately because she said it was a fire hazard. <laughs> There's a lot going
2: on here. You wanted yeah. to see where the Ghostbusters sleep, first of yes, all.
1: Yes, I did. I liked that. And when I got the Ninja Turtle sewer, I liked the idea that I could, I could like put the figures in like, a lying down and have them sleep. I liked the idea that I could see where they lived. You made and little beds me. for
2: the characters? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I well the sewer didn't come with beds. None of these play sets came with beds, which bothered me because I was like, if this is where they live, I want to see their beds. So this ba- babysitter made me little napkin beds for the Ghostbusters, which were thrown out immediately by my mother. But I'm saying like I for whatever reason I liked that idea. I liked I I think I made them feel more alive to me. I liked
0: seeing like Michelangelo sleeping. <laughs> And this is the fireproof uh, safe that Donatello made them all to store their Social Security cards and passports in.
2: (laughs) Yes, I wanted to see
0: what kind of safe Donatello would invent.
2: (laughs) Uh, You wanted to know you could steal the turtles' identities if you so wanted to. I mean, you will. This is where Vinkman
0: and Spangler. This is the medicine cabinet where they keep their Centrum silver because they're getting older. You know. Mm
1: That's got to be in the new Ghostbusters, some sort of scene like like that. Uh, Yeah, I think like I just like getting. I like those fantasy land rides, the dark rides a lot for kind of the similar reason. Like you got to go into the dwarves' house, you got to see. And this is look, this is these are there's TLC shows. You know, people are fascinated. I think by seeing where other people live and when all the rooms in people's houses. And I think there's so many reality shows based on it. I have very little interest in seeing where human beings live mm-hmm. mike
0: i think people like those shows because they're usually like insane characters or like just wild people i don't I, know that many people are like oh check out the bed but check out the 90 day fiance's like uh well, off, I'm saying, home but office. i'm saying like
1: house hunters or the flipper shows like we used okay. to go. We okay. used to go to, um, you know, model homes all the time or open houses,
0: and we did I, that. Yeah, we did yes, do that. Okay, oh, I see there's what a, you're saying. More. There's a human
1: being. I think a psychological thing with like just wanting to see where other people are sleeping.
2: I don't yeah. know what. it is. <laughs> I don't is. think
3: I have it. I don't think mm. I know what you mean.
2: I, I, Jason, well, where does it? Where does this? Does this resonate with you at all? You, we got to see Egon's bed.
0: Well, I, I. I kind of like half because I, I I see Mike's perspective. I because I I would often worry about like wait, so how do so each X-Men has their own room and they're eating, everyone's eating, right? Everyone's getting eight hours of sleep. <laughs> yes, of get to sleep. You wanted the worry about it. Day, I,
1: the machinations, I, you wanted to know
0: I do. I. It's also like in movies and TV. I'm like, does anyone in this? Do they ever go to the bathroom? I. But I know. I know now that that like story-wise, it's just not enough time to put that in. I think for house hunters, and and that sort of thing, or where love it or list it, that is is kind of aspirational. Like, is people yeah, like, oh, that would be a degree. cool house. Maybe we could get a house like that. You know. Um. I. I did read a while back that you know the reason open open concept like open living room in the kitchen is popular like on those shows there's a lot because uh men when they watch keep the channel tuned in if there's demolition going on <laughs> so they often are <laughs> demolishing walls to put rooms together like that mm. is his like designers are not necessarily very fond of that it's just like become popular because people see it on tv
1: uh, we're, we're forgetting also an example that it's not currently on, but, or two examples, Lifestyles of the Rich and famous, but also Cribs. People want to see famous people's houses. They want to see what it looks like. They want to see all the nooks and crannies.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think it's- Okay. I'm not, yeah. I'm not There's saying- There's a voyeurism to it. Yes. Like People want to see the lives of the rich and famous, yeah. But like you, I
1: wanted to know, I wanted a schematic of the X-Men's mansion, and I wanted to know where Colossus slept- I want to know which room Beast slept in. I wanted to know all of that stuff and I would have really appreciated like a comprehensive map. I think they have some maps like that. Yeah,
5: there are some maps.
2: I've never had this desire about a character. I can think of no examples of wanting to see where somebody's bed was.
1: (laughs) Now you keep saying bed as if I'm meaning in a sexual I take all the sex, any sexualness
2: out of this. This
1: is nothing to do with
2: that. I'm not. I think it's just but even regardless, I think there's a There's like a privacy issue here. (laughs) Like you or like wanting that that you're kind of this overseer like and there and I tuck the turtles in and there and now they are down and they're like, all right, they'll be up in eight hours. Rest up, guys. A lot of good fighting Uh, today. (laughs) Great fighting, boys.
1: Uh, I had when I was a kid, I had a like multi-year narrative with my stuffed animals where I would make up stories with them. Mm-hmm. And I remember this so vividly. I remember their bit, like what the base I had created in their head, my head was for them. And I would like enjoy, like, well, then Wiley Coyote goes over here to sleep in his room. And then this character goes over here. Like it was very
2: organized in hindsight. And Wily and Coyote very- has a room. <laughs> yes. He has a, like, <laughs> well, he sleeps on a human bed <laughs> and not just like on a rock or in a cave. They lived in a base that was in a waterfall
1: is my memory. And I had like my Ernie doll, my Wily e. Coyote doll. I think maybe I had Sonic the Hedgehog in there. There were like a collection of five characters that I had teamed up like the Avengers. And I would like make up a story about them almost every night. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I remember these I remember this pretty vividly, and I could probably sketch out what the base looks like in my head of what the adventures they would go on to.
2: Well, the listeners are going to want to see that now. That's good okay. ancillary content. All right, here is the waterfall. Here is like the square footage of the waterfall base where Ernie and Wily Coyote Ernie and, Wiley and Sonic Coyote. the Hedgehog. Here's where. there's where Sonic kept his rings. Here's mm-hmm. Sonic's ring closet. And then, and just make sure you do have like somebody. There's like a the, the base is under renovation and there's a lot of jackhammering going on. So our male listeners will not tune out when looking at the, <laughs> yeah. the photos of the base.
1: We should retroactively put a lot of jackhammering
2: sounds on this podcast just to keep people engaged.
0: (laughs) For the boys! For the fellas! For for the fellas, yeah. (laughs) For the the lads. For the lads. (laughs) For the lads. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh,
2: you kind of share, I think, a sensibility with. I, it never, boy, I never go wrong if I end up in my little podcast research on disney.fandom.com, Ooh, which always yes. has some odd, odd bits of writing. And this, this, I, I, now I feel like maybe you wrote this. Uh, uh they, <laughs> they break down the things in the house, the many rooms, most of which we haven't gotten to and may not just the, with the pace we're going. The, uh, places of interest, um, bedroom. <laughs> Where Mickey sleeps. Mm-hmm. Inside his room, you can see his black shoes he wears in the parks, as well as the famous suit and other clothes he wears in the parks. Also, is a photo of Minnie and a very sloppy bed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, uh,
0: doesn't the bed fluctuate? I thought the one bed was clean and the other was sloppy. Regardless. I, the, the one closet is just the tucks and tails like he wears in the parks. And that seems hard. That seems tiresome. He does not mm-hmm. get the rest.
2: And he wears other clothes, you know? He yeah, does I, wear
0: other clothes. Yeah. yeah,
2: all the time. Yes, has, or Mickey has many clothes. Also, just the, then the last one on the list, bathroom, where he bathes and does his grooming.
0: <laughs> I also highlighted that section of places of interest.
2: <laughs> it, all right, I did write that. you as well. I
0: did
1: write that. Yeah.
0: You edited out the other filth that yeah. people do in the bathroom. You don't yeah. want to hear about Mickey's waist.
2: <laughs> I
0: just want to know where my favorite characters go to the bathroom.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I just want to see it. Mickey and Minnie have separate toilets they don't share because they have to keep up their public personas. So hers looks like her and has polka dots and his is bright yellow with stri- strips of red. It's shaped like his face. <laughs> Mickey poops into his own face. Mickey, Mickey poops into his face. Now here, now at the uh, at the one hour forty five mark or something, you said the phrase "Mickey poops into his own face," and again, you ask the jury to not think <laughs> that anything is wrong. I rest my case. You or your work. Um. Oh boy. I mean, that's. I think this is where we knew things were going <laughs> oh, odd yeah. ca- characters like uh <laughs> finding out about their lives do we do we um uh we, we like this barn idea this movie barn i i always liked how the so the, so the premise here is that um mickey is set up uh you know he doesn't necessarily want to go all the way up to burbank to shoot the movies um on the disney lot so uh, they've set up a place where he can make things himself so the, it, when you meet mickey he is in the middle of filming and there's one of four little places where he could be filming i want to say these are if you can i remember him fantasia is one the sorcerer's apprentice scene uh mickey through the looking glass is one the band concert is one which was what that one ride is based on um the the, the silly symphony swings and uh steamboat willie which I like because it's black and white. I always—that's the one I wanted to get when I did this as a kid, and I don't think I did because I like that the set is black and white, and they make his clothes black and white as well. I thought that was clever.
1: Yes, that's. Cl- I I have tried. We've only done this a couple times, honestly. Um, and I I've never gotten that one. That one seems like the most fun to get.
2: Yeah, yeah. You can like get on the boat and swing the ropes and and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but I like this idea in general. This whole like i'll make the studio come to me this is like this is before a podcast this is before Marin and the garage this is before mm-hmm. rogan moving to texas <laughs> this is yeah. he was uh very industrious to like you know he like i've made my money
3: they can come to me <laughs> i was talking about
2: yeah, it oh yeah <laughs>
3: No, go ahead. Oh, I, I, I was, I was, I was talking to Robert Rodriguez. I like took a, I looked around like his setup down in Austin, and like it's great. He doesn't have suits bothering him, you know, breathing down his neck. <laughs> like that's what you want—just like the freedom.
4: <laughs> you know, you can get catering from Captain Kids every day, and it's right there.
3: <laughs> yeah, you come on, check out the facility. Shoot whatever you want. Yeah. Let's just, like, make something crazy, like, just for us. Like, just to knock Hollywood on their asses. <laughs> I've been making a lot of experimental films in my garage, too. Nobody's going to see them. It's just for me. Yeah. you are not.
1: Uh, no, I love, I love this idea. Mickey's got a great idea, and he's got the money to make it happen. Um, and he can work from home. Yeah, he's working from home. It's a better way of life, better quality of life. It's I great.
2: Only being at home. <laughs> And doing yeah. all your work from home <laughs> rules. I think we've all learned this.
1: Yeah, we, we oh, love yeah. this. We love it. We love doing this on Zoom. It's not going back, by the way. I take <laughs> back the Country Bear. I take back that Country Bear promise. It's going to be on Zoom. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, no. <Yep. laughs> We're sticking to. No, no. I love Zoom now. <laughs> no, I mean, we have to do this. I've turned the corner. <laughs> you and Jason <laughs> can get together. but 20 I'm minute be on commute. Zoom.
0: Save on the commute, you know, save on the gas. I feel
1: like Jason's (laughs) going to be on Zoom too, though, so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We've
2: all just gotten to, we're all just going to do it from bed now. (laughs) All look at each other in our sloppy beds, our very Um, sloppy beds. I'm lying down. I put this on the
1: ceiling, this backdrop on the ceiling. It's stuck to the ceiling (laughs) and I'm lying down. I don't know, I don't want to explain it. (laughs) I don't want to explain how it works with the the physics, but needless to say, I'm lying down.
2: Like a toon house thing.
1: Yep. Wow. Um, so, yeah, Mickey doesn't have to commute. He was Good probably idea. just producing through the pandemic. He was probably at no slowdown as far as his output.
3: Oh, sure. Made a whole feature, made a movie about oh. lockdown because, like, you have to address it. You have to, like, <laughs> it's an elephant in the room. And people want to see, like, my take on it. <laughs> people want to be reminded of this time for the next couple of years. I'm pretty confident of that. <laughs> They want most of their art to reflect it. They don't want to just forget.
1: Um, I like this. I like all of this stuff, too, because it's another sort of childhood fascination of corridors and secret areas and surprises when it comes to how, like the idea of a mansion. We've said this before, I'm sure, with like a secret room or a secret this, like going into Mickey's house the first time whenever I, I did it, which is in my late 20s, I'm sure. It was like, oh whoa, well, there's this and the, oh, and this as well. Like, there's a real fun exploration aspect of it too, because you think you're just going to see the the basics, but no, no, all this stuff is, is this there's discovery, is what I'm saying, which is fun.
2: The way it keeps going back and back, and I don't think I knew any of that. And I love that, like it, it's kind of eerie the backyard <laughs> with the yes. chickens. That glow is kind oh, of strange, yeah. but it's a cool room. I was watching a walkthrough and like, man, I would I, I absolutely would like to go be in that room again I really like those chickens those are some good like plasticky 90s animatronics and isn't there there's like a uh, there's a gag with carrots like that a carrot disappears and a gopher pops Mm -hmm. up or something like that yep Um, that's all nice and
1: Mickey's Mickey's overalls are there which looks like he left his butt in them oh
2: yeah or just kind of like like, permanently they're stretched to a, a butt degree yeah and it says mouse
1: kosh right
2: mouse kosh like mouse kosh like, oh. gosh yeah mouse yeah. gosh um, seat so we should have said seed or we should have said gosh mouse kosh oh, yeah. but gosh <laughs> uh
1: so yeah i like all this all the detail is fun and there's yeah like a lot of stuff i missed i wish i was like oh this would have been great to go and then like write everything down
0: mickey's to-do list mickey has a to-do list pinned up somewhere
2: oh yeah is there anything interesting on there
0: well, he wakes up at five a.m. and he commits to being in the movie barn at six thirty a.m. Oh God, this yeah, is demanding, kind of brutal. <laughs> uh, um, oh, water lawn, call Mickey, call Minnie, eat a balanced breakfast, play with P- Pluto, Mouser size. He makes time to mouseer size. Oh, it's really cool. hard to build good habits. So, like, he seems committed, and I think paper to do lists help me I, I, more than apps. I think if I write it down, I. I a little more likely to get it done if I write it down on paper, so uh yeah, I respect it I mm-hmm. like
2: that he writes with he he writes like the in the Disney font with all the swirls mm-hmm. and the w's done in the swirly way, and the eyes' are dotted and the d, which it's like boy, it's insane to see an entire. Thing written that way, it's like seeing a big like Prince liner notes where there's so many twos and fours and U's.
0: Um, you really got to
2: stare at it for a while to know what you're looking at.
0: <laughs> you know, that's how you know it's a great art. It's almost illegible when you see a whole page of it. Like the like the Springsteen the the copies of his uh, like Darkness on the Edge of Town notebooks is chicken scratch. It is almost right. unreadable because
2: mm-hmm. they're just like throwing it out. They're not taking time to make it look nice. So. I mean, that's like that I feel like is the the most of what I have to say about. Oh, you know, one more thing. I really like that little. So you get through you get into the movie barn and you're waiting for the the light to go on to tell you that you can go into uh, one of the Mickey little stages. Um, And there's this great. Uh, like montage of it, it's it's old trailers basically for what it's you know 30s 40s style old timey trailers for the things that he's shooting mixed with all this interstitial stuff of Goofy and Donald working on the projector and like loading up the next clip and Mickey shows up in it at one point you know what I'm talking about like with all this like the like their shadows in the projector in the queue mm-hmm. there yeah. Um, yeah. I like that so much. There's like really clever animation. Goofy has a fight with a hair that's stuck in the projector. Like (laughs) the hair is jittering around and then it gets bigger and bigger and chases him around and Donald gets stuck. Um, I really like it despite it. Like this is one of those things that made me a little scared as a kid, like projector hijinks. I was hmm. thinking of like watching Gremlins two recently, uh when we talked about that Gremlins ride, like oh yeah, anything oh oh you know, also, oh the big one, the uh from that Hitchcock thing in Florida when the birds interrupt the the projection when there's a bunch of bird shadows. I found that oh. I I still oh, find yeah. that kinda uh, eerie and upsetting. Like mm-hmm. that's you just trust that a projector shouldn't go wrong. If any, that'll always get me. A scene where like the thing where something melts on purpose. Um, always freaks me out. Things are very yeah. wrong. No, I think that all that Mickey stuff. Like, there's so
1: much stuff you would easily miss. I think just walking through here once, which is like any of the best stuff we always always talk about. Is like you would want to like hang out and see you know new stuff every time you go and yeah. it's like even yeah, watching this video again and I haven't been in there in a while I go oh yeah this thing is packed packed with old jokes packed with stuff and it's like it still it holds up you know Yeah, so all that stuff I think
2: it might be because of the projector but it reminds me a lot of the I mean it was put in in the same era as the Indiana Jones adventure and therefore mm-hmm. the Indiana Jones Q which also just goes and goes and goes and you lose sense of geography and where are you at this point and what building am I in now? Um, And it's so engaging, even though you haven't had the main experience yet. Uh, Just every bit of it's been, been interesting and exciting. And um, I don't know, they were firing on all cylinders. I think they, they made this a a very cool experience. You can feel, uh, you can feel the Eisner in it. That's what I think. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I'm throwing money at stuff. Attention to detail. Now, which is a little less the case, with the Mickey's Birthday Land house, and we're winding yes. down here, but I want to I want to give a little time to this. Um, put in in 1988, um, this was intended to be kind of this temporary land, and then it stuck around and got Toontownified and kind of unified with the one in in California. Um, but so it's it's Mickey's what 60th birthday, I believe. Um, so they did kind of like a a little mini Toontown, like clearly like paving the way to toontown but a little less committed um and there is a mickey's house and it's kind of lumpy it's not as lumpy but a little bit lumpy um but the main thing is that you go in and as opposed to the eventual toontown version it's pretty much just a regular house yes um i
1: knew this I couldn't have articulated exactly what was wrong, but I had seen the pictures of Toontown in California, and then I went into Mickey's birthday land, and what a
2: disappointment. Was- but but I love it now so yeah, much. sure, uh, sure. Uh, n- now it, it amuses me very much that this is the style of the house. And, Mike, when you were talking about the chairs, about being disappointed by the hard chairs, I was staring at a photo that I had not seen, Uh, Look at this black and white photo of Mickey in his Florida house in a soft chair Mm. in completely a grandpa's house, kind of like next to an unadorned fireplace. (laughs) It's a plain room with nothing on the table. And he's reading the newspaper. He's reading the funny pages. Is it like a modified, like an especially cartoony Disney customized funny pages? No, I can see from the shapes. He's reading Kathy. He's reading <laughs> the regular comics. It's they like yeah. they grabbed an Orlando Sentinel from Main <laughs> Street. <laughs> yes, just there. he's reading about like George Bush's <laughs> recent policies. He's a, staying abreast on real world events. um So, so I love this. I like the the not fun, not cartoony. And I wonder like. Was the idea to do, all right, well, Mickey's house, that's got to be a madhouse. That's got to be crazy. He's the craziest cartoon mind. We have to make it full of cartoon stuff. Uh, And then it got scaled back and like, that's kind of just got to be a table. (laughs) Or was it just like a lack of creativity from the beginning?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. My memory is that you couldn't get
0: close to things either. Like there were like roped off. um, They're they're blocked off. Well, by the end of. By the, by the time it was like Toontown Fair, it was a little more cartoony. Like they would yes. add stuff.
2: They, that's when yeah, they okay. put up like here's like a, the fish that he caught up on the mantle yes. and it's a big cartoony fish. But even then, you couldn't video, go close to anything, I don't think.
0: You couldn't go close to anything because you didn't really, you could just, this was like a walkthrough. Because yeah, you would meet Mickey in the judge's tent. Uh, the weirdest element of this is the kitchen to me. Did you guys look at the kitchen? Um,
1: remind me. Yeah, show us or unless you okay.
0: have it. Uh well, the the idea of the kitchen, I don't have it directly in front of me, is that it's a mess. There's like holes in the walls, there's paint everywhere because um they Donald and Goofy convinced Mickey to uh let them use his home for the kitchen remodeling contest for the fair. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Demonstration? I, yes, is going to be before right. and after. And there was a handwritten note saying as much. Oh gosh! Um, somebody want to read the note? Somebody want to do a Mickey here? Um, sure. Yeah, uh, let me see if so I can read it in the Disney.
1: Disney.
3: When you boys said you wanted to enter the home remodeling contest by walking Mike to wake by <laughs> making by making my kitchen look different, you weren't kidding. It sure looks different. All, oh,
0: all right, all right, all right. Let's go. And then it smears, and you then it gets blurry. Says, "Huh?
2: This is Tim. This is Mickey scolding Donald and Goofy for messing up his house." Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because there's paint everywhere. Uh, there's there's a hole in the wall. It's noticeable though that as you talk about just real stuff, the kitchen table and has just two folding chairs like two regular ass <laughs> folding chairs on it
2: i love this i love this weird and and i think something that i like about it is that it it feels like how it felt to visit your your grandpa or your grandma at the time <laughs> like they like and, and i'll i'll show you like here's how the kitchen looked i think before this um this goofy donald gag <laughs> like you know, this fruit lamp and just here's some tea it's not wacky stuff it's just
3: i got my tea my my my
2: teacups and my cozies and
3: my cookie and my radio no it's not like a boombox it's like no it's an old you know it's what you hear Glenn miller on i listen to my stories and
2: and then the like the what's on top of the 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 stove it's just like like these are products from the the twenties. like his his <laughs> sugar and his flour are like Mr. Henderson's old time goodness <laughs> um molasses uh, like
3: I, and oh you know, in my uh, uh in my spice rack, I have a little plant, you know
2: I, I forget to water it though. It's so incredibly <laughs> mundane. that sink that's there's nothing fun going on with the sink no it's just a sink it's a
1: sink with like an old time cloth i don't know what you would even call it like separating the under sink there's not even a cabinet
2: the red and white checkerboard yeah just like a tablecloth would be like he's a he just has an old person's house which i guess he's from the 30s we were talking about him having these 30s dating ideals but you know like yeah, I got some hard
3: candy. of, You know, <laughs> take get the the little strawberries with the goo inside. You can have those. But tell me if you're not eating them anymore, because I don't. I buy those especially for you, so I'll save. I'll save two dollars a week if if I don't have I don't to know. buy them anymore. I don't know what runts are or nerds are. That sounds too outrageous of a candy for me. <laughs> those will get you hopped up. Just, just some Just some Werthers. Just some Werthers originals. I said I'd never drink Sanko, but it is good after dinner. It doesn't keep you awake, you know? Do you want your third meal of milk and cheese? <laughs> Come on, you're a grown boy. You need that milk and cheese. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> I I remember being so... I, do, I, I don't think I'm revising my own history. I, I remember being let down by not being able to go around and see stuff. And then either, either before or after seeing Toontown pictures and going, yes, that's right. (laughs) This is not. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Well, like, look at the, then look at the
2: TV room. (laughs) This is like, this is a room that you are cleaning up because the person has just passed away. This,
1: (laughs) this looks, by the way, some of this stuff looks like Walt's apartment on main street
2: yeah yeah it Maybe really the does the idea I know. yeah so so yeah mickey lives in a house that looks like it's the per, it's the aesthetic and style of somebody who died in 1966 <laughs> yes that was little it's made. a little tv like it would not even a. it's a circular screen i don't think i knew <laughs> there was such a thing as it was just a little circle that oh it's yeah it's like it's the like half days. the real estate of the box
3: the original tv was just a circle It just seemed one person's head and that was it i
4: just want to come home after a long day and watch the dumont network on that little circle tv
3: <laughs> i love i watch ozzy and harriet and i can't No, i can't see both ozzy and harriet at the same time i have to I heard, choose which one i can only show one one in the circle i heard tonight will feature harriet's ear really excited to see what her ear looks like i have a painting of a bridge i think the frame is just (laughs) lovely just so ornate it's like being a museum i've been knitting a christmas tree skirt for a while I think it's coming together. (laughs) I just get, I do the prepackaged one. It's got the snow, but the white just uh, caked on there permanently. I just, I can't go to the lot every year. And the prices, oh my. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. gosh. Uh,
1: The old lady Mickey is pretty good, is a pretty good (laughs) character.
3: I'm glad you had it?
0: illustrations because I didn't go back this far. I And I am looking at, like, 2011 Toontown Fairhouse. And I'm like, uh, when you first started talking about this, I was like, e- yeah, you guys are right. It looks real normal. Uh-huh. And I think <laughs> like, I'm losing my mind.
2: <laughs>
0: no, no, Staring no. at the big fish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, what do they mean? Yeah, I'm glad I'm illustrating yeah. it. Um, it's a lot of fun. There's a big fish. But there's even, like... In the later house, he had, like, a crazy radio with a big smile, and there's eyes yes. in the speakers. But in the original one, it was just a regular old radio, and he never, yeah. from 1949.
1: Well, um, look, that's his country house. That's why they had to add that on at the end. It's yeah. a country house. You know, he didn't put all of his fun stuff in there. That was just sort of a getaway spot be reminded of the simple times
2: well it's i guess it's like how you would rent a, a house and it was like a, kind of all of somebody else's stuff you know like you go like like a vacation home feels kind of stuck 20 years ago because people aren't living there all the time yeah maybe that maybe that was yeah. the idea
1: do, do you think while disneyland's been closed mickey's been renting it out as an airbnb
5: <laughs>
1: possible <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, guess he has to live somewhere, but yeah, uh, you never see him there when we're at Disneyland, so he's got to have another house.
3: Like, I'm worried about spreading the virus that way, but you know, like it's a, you know, it, what they're gonna do, what they're gonna do, and <laughs> uh, like freedom I'm from- not going anywhere near it for months, and I gotta make that money, so <laughs> freedom of choice.
0: Uh, mickey has been lying low in that colorado town that was like all right everyone with a vacation home get out stop (laughs) coming here and spreading the virus he probably
1: perfectly recreated that mickey that florida mickey house in colorado somewhere there's that old lady mickey house in colorado now that's where he's been hanging (laughs) oh yeah until this whole thing blows over he's see, He's hanging with Lauren. He's they hanging are with Paul with Simon. <laughs> they,
2: <laughs> they all were all in
1: Colorado. <laughs> they were doing rapid tests. <laughs>
3: we're doing rapid tests. You know, we're feeling we're pretty doing... safe. Uh... <laughs> it's
1: like an April all the Rep. <laughs>
3: I've
4: gotten I've gotten food poisoning from Shooter's Grill three times. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> It can happen anywhere.
1: They're I'm... all they've all been vaccinated since uh, since August somehow.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the be- the Bohemian Grove super site. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the Davos injection site, yeah.
3: Are you gonna tell me I didn't earn it? I've been entertaining people for
5: <laughs> God, what, a
3: hundred years at this point? I mean if I not paid my debts to you? Give me it first. De Niro gets it, then Mickey.
0: <laughs> Keith Richards more
3: important. <laughs> I've publicly cast some doubt on the vaccine, but yeah, I got it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's true, you know, like, I don't really believe that. It's just kind of for the base. You know, you gotta play to what they want. I'm just saying, the science isn't fully in yet. Meanwhile, I get, yeah, I got it, I got it.
2: Uh... <laughs> Yeah. So (laughs) I um the then just before we wrap up because we I somehow this this phrase has not been said and I cannot resist the opportunity to talk about something that's come up on the show before. I was so happy that it became a successful call and response. (laughs) We did a live show, um. Mm -hmm. But obviously my favorite part of the house uh is when Mickey needs to make a phone call. What does he do?
3: I use the den.
2: Um. I we've now we've talked a bunch about the mundanity of the house and maybe that gives you a greater picture of why i love this so much this very flat phrase it's just like
3: if i need to store a box i use the attic if i need to plug in christmas lights i use the outdoor outlet
2: there's just no there's no cartooniness or comedy contained in the phrase a regular my dad could say if i need to make a call i use the den you <laughs> don't have to change anything about the phrase um but i don't now i forget when i brought this up before if i played the the clip and forgive me if i did but it, it just I'll, i'm just gonna do the, the whole context here and and sometimes people ask what is this from and i wanted to make sure i knew which one it was we put the clip on our youtube but it's also uh, the special it's from is the 1988 walt disney world fourth of july spectacular it's a general preview of uh mickey's birthday land the the thing's hosted by mark summers so if you see mark summers and not regis which is very rare then you know you're in the right special um but let me just this whole because i like the den thing but i love the other stuff uh very much too so uh here's uh oh wait i think i shared the wrong screen I got confused okay there we go
3: boy is there plenty to do here like visiting my house wanna take a peek
0: this is my living room i love to play the piano in there
3: yeah,
2: nothing... It's A player piano. <laughs> yeah, it's a, wait. He's playing a player piano. <laughs>
0: this <laughs> so... is like the mini. How many lies, Mickey? The mini lies, the marriage lies, the player <laughs> piano. Where does it? We can also... see the... the
2: scroll, Mickey.
0: Yeah, we can see the scroll. We know you're a cipher. You're no, We know you're an everyman on screen. But like, you're living your life that way too. Come on, man. <laughs> also, this Mickey voice. This is
3: this is like the Mickey. <laughs> hey, the <laughs> Mickey Mouse. You recognize this voice, don't you? There's so much to do. I'm so used to to do. <laughs> I
2: don't. I feel you know. We've done a lot of Mickey's throughout this. We've been doing a Mickey voice this whole episode, and I don't. I. I would. Uh, I don't feel great about my. I'm. I'm definitely no more than a C minus in a regular Mickey Mouse voice. Maybe even lower. I think my. I think I do a pretty good. Not right, Mickey. I think <laughs> when it comes to. Which would make, I think this would make for a great SNL audition that because you got to do the impressions and if I said okay so this is Mickey Mouse but not like the one from the cartoons but like when they do a special and it was like not the right voice is kind of off like so anyway here it is <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't hear I think Lauren laughed I'm pretty sure he knew what I was talking about Marcy Klein laughed <laughs> I heard sure. Marcy
1: <laughs> but I don't know about I think Lauren did <laughs>
4: That if I have to make a telephone call, I use the den.
3: Yeah. Anybody for a cheese sandwich? I mean, that's good too. Pleasant dreams, everybody. Ha ha. Ha ha. That, that laugh? That's not even Mickey's. Ha Yeah. You know the Mickey laugh? Ha ha.
2: Kind of fused with Pee-wee, I think. Yeah. I.
3: Anybody it's for a cheese, cheese sandwich? It's
2: a little aggressive.
3: Cheese <laughs> sandwich.
1: Like, yeah, like escape, trying to like desperately, the words are trying to desperately escape from his mouth.
3: I need to make a call.
2: I use the da- There's a, a pause as if the, a joke is coming or a pun right. or something. Nope. No. Um. Mm.
3: <laughs> if I want to brighten the room up, I put in a plant.
5: <laughs> Just.
3: If the, if the pipe breaks, I call a plumber. Because I don't want to, like, you know, you could, like, watch a tutorial, but, like, rather just leave it to an expert. And I can afford it, obviously, so.
1: Like, I guess cheese sandwich is like, oh,
2: isn't that cute? He's a mouse. He eats a cheese sandwich.
1: hmm There's that.
2: But you but, might also just be, like, also, like, a, just a bachelor would say that. Like, somebody who doesn't <laughs> live with somebody who knows how to cook.
3: <laughs> cheese sandwich again. <laughs> When I'm hungry, I just take a big spoonful of peanut butter out of the jar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, the way you Mike has gotta... always eaten.
1: <laughs> no. That's only pandemic. That's only from the pandemic.
0: No. Uh-huh. <laughs> Come on, it's Mike. New behavior. Eat,
2: eat milk and cookies like a grown man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, well i didn't say it was any better <laughs> yeah that's, oh, that's a good point yes yeah yeah, yeah.
2: there's there no moral superiority there. um i also want to keep playing because there's one more thing in this after you go to the house and we're not going to do mickey's birthday land or Starland. obviously there's so much more to cover there we will get to all that but just I'm going to extend the clip into this other thing where uh, Mickey I mean he'll explain it but there was also a thing uh, I think called the Mauska maze um, that (laughs) was like a little hedge maze you get lost in and also there was little like water gags and I just really like the way he he narrates this so when just kids are getting like little squirts of water in the face is what's happening Mm -hmm. (laughs)
3: This is the mouse maze that kids can
2: run through whoops whoops again <laughs> I just him laughing at these kids like as if he's controlling the water himself whoops whoops
3: again
1: <laughs> he also knows what he's doing too yeah yeah it's pretty clear yeah yeah he's, he's effing with them mm-hmm. I'm gushing
3: with them they like it Come on, that's, that's what they fun. come here for. It's
1: it's fun. It's like he's got false teeth doing that or something. Like <laughs> it's got fun. Like the voice is so strange. they are still sitting.
3: I bless <laughs> kids with the hose. Sometimes I <laughs> I sit out, for, but they like it. It's for the kids like to get wet, right? Whoops! That's li- <laughs> Whoops again.
1: <laughs> that's like uh. I I don't know if this is a rumor or this is fact uh, where they say like there's like five Mickey voices and they just like offer the amount of money they're willing to pay to the first one. And if that person turns it down, they go to the second (laughs) one and so on. I've heard that. I don't know if that's true. Mm. I assume it's somewhat true. And it feels like they got down to like the eighth Mickey voice. We're like, will you do this video for $50?
2: And he's like,
3: yeah, sign me up. I'm Mickey now.
2: <laughs> That's just what he sounds like already. That's why he, like, at least he's not gonna put in a. He's not gonna sweat it. Like his voice is already very high.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's an old. It's an old man who sounds like Mickey Mouse already, and he's willing. What's to gonna
3: happen? Bucks. The union's
4: gonna get more mad at me. Not possible. <laughs> I'm retired
3: as it is. <laughs> Across oh, the picket line, whatever you can, i don't use the word scab. That's not my, not my word. That when they ask me to show up somewhere, I do it. That's called being a good worker and an employee. <laughs> show the studio some respect.
1: Well, we figure out who that voice is. We gotta figure if out they,
2: yeah, voice. I'd love to hear the name of who is the Den Mickey. Um, and I just I think we we've proven throughout this episode that if they need a uh, what fifteenth sixteenth and seventeenth string Mickey oh yeah yeah you know the three guys to call
0: Mm-hmm. oh sure yeah if you need some punch up for uh, Shanghai's which was called Meet Mickey I think it's now listed on the website as selfie spot with Mickey everything's mm. a little different right now you know if you guys sure. need something turned around fast selfie. you know we're around.
1: Um before yeah. we go or or I guess we can say do the, the wrap up and then we'll, we'll before we go I found a little tease for whenever we do Starland I
2: think. Ooh boy. Okay. Um well that's exciting Well let's hey let's get to it. You survived. You survived. <laughs> it's got, it's going to be really clipped. It's not even just a yeah, yeah. bad voice. It's like <laughs> You survived podcast bride
3: <laughs> You took a tour of my house. If you want to follow us on social media, check out Twitter facebook and instagram and if you want to pay us five dollars a month for bonus content patreon.com slash podcast the ride (laughs) it's more fun than a dan
1: it's like veering on robin leach almost in places
2: uh i'm gonna freak you out right now because Uh i was i was mentally cutting this sort of for time however when i was looking up it like okay when i was just googling mickey's house Uh-oh. somehow i ran into something and i don't know what it is called mickey's townhouse there's getty images of <gasps> the man you just mentioned robin what? leach who you mentioned probably Famous earlier this yeah. is i don't know what the context is but this is from getty images <laughs> this is robin leach at something called mickey's townhouse and he is in front of a bunch of ceramic minis and goofies and he is holding a mickey shaped cookie on a stick (laughs) drinking a glass of wine and looking very demented yeah crazy (laughs) Yeah, yes this is joker-esque um here he's looking slightly crazier and (laughs) shoving it into his mouth
0: he definitely knows how to eat food that's for sure
2: (laughs) I know how No (laughs) no need to prove it and then he's there now like an eye is coming out of his head as he eats
0: caviar Caviar? out of the can out of the can with a spoon that is like god how much that is a lot of caviar (laughs) he looks
1: crazy he looks crazy in every photo
2: (laughs) this is bonkers yeah i know this is this is kookier than anything in mickey's birthday land house I'm wow. I don't know what Mickey's townhouse is I don't know why he's there or what this event could be I, I I tried to see if there were more photos that weren't of Robin leach and there weren't I was half suspecting if I found more photos that uh, uh, G Lane would be in them <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> whatever the hell this event was <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: we, we'll do a little more research and see if we can find
2: <sighs> Mickey's townhouse coming soon but Mickey's wow. Starland also I coming this isn't as good as that now Uh okay, so <laughs> an insane as, Robin An Leach. insane picture you brought him up.
1: <laughs> so uh, I was just like Yeah looking through all this stuff And there's a picture on I think it's a D23 website Yeah uh, There's Mickey's Starland It's a picture from Starland and, and Starland and all this stuff had like duck stuff Which I like I do like that Like oh, duck there's bird, a little duckberg yeah. yeah Yeah exactly which is fun But look at the car Mickey is in Here
5: it's less it's much
1: lumpy. It's less, less grotesque. Lumpy. Yes. Yeah. But do you recognize this car?
0: I do, but I can't place it. Is it a toy? It's, it's oh. Mickey's
1: Happy Meal toy car. Whoa.
0: Whoa.
1: I had this Mickey Happy Meal toy. Mickey has the car from the Happy Meal, which maybe it's from a different short or a movie or something that I'm forgetting. But this is very exciting, and I think where we didn't like the car before... I do really like this
2: uh, birthday lane car. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, this is a great photo. He's like, he's in driving clothes, another like old timey thing he's doing. He's in a driving cap and a driving (laughs) scarf. And he's like, the smoke hitting two children who are dressed like him, like Pinocchio. (laughs) What is up with these boys? The first thing
1: I thought, the first thing I thought I'd go, are they dressed like the two broke girls? <laughs> <laughs>
2: They're in, their They're in
0: the diner <laughs> clothes. They do look like the two broke girls in diner clothes, yes. <laughs> The Two so,
2: broke little boys. Two broke little
1: boys. Uh, so yeah, so anyway, I'm, I'm excited to do some of this for Starland whenever we get to it. Um, oh boy. I, I like the fact that there was a Happy Meal tie-in of some kind.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and we'll talk about the toys too. There's a lot to there's a lot to hit. Minnie's house, as with the characters, Mickey and Minnie are Mickey and Minnie's houses are segregated to their own episodes. Of course, to keep yes. up their yeah. appear to show that they are not secretly married, which Walt uh, drunkenly admitted. Of course, and the Daisy Door episode will also be its own <laughs> full <laughs> just, just about the Daisy Door. Story, yeah. Um, but for now uh yeah look forward to those and to combine several topics in this episode uh i'll say
3: champagne wishes and caviar dreams
2: bye bye everybody ha ha this has been a forever dog production executive produced dog. by mike carlson